What's good, everybody? It's Big Baby Jonathan here. Welcome to the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast Show. Welcome to the show. In today's show, I'm going to be going over what are the Lakers' expectations for the season. Is it to win the NBA championship, to make the playoffs, to win mo- mostly 50 games? For me, win the NBA championship. And if you hear background noise, um, I'm outside in the my backyard. Yeah, so uh, for me, it's championship. Championship or bust because for us as an organization, we're all about championships. So we ain't all about moral seasons and 55, se- 55 win seasons, and we're all about banners and rings and stuff. I know the last six years haven't been great, but I feel like this season can be a championship season, man, because Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Kyle Kuzma, Rajon Rondo, KCP, um, Jarrett Dudley, Troy Daniels, Avery Bradley, Danny Green, DeMarcus Cousins, JaVel McGee. Um, Alex Caruso, all those guys I just mentioned are a group of young guys and they know how to play in the playoffs. Quinn Cook is a championship veteran experience. Rondo's a championship veteran experience. Um, Danny Green is a championship and he has that championship experience. So there may be a situation where Kuzma is not, or Kuzma's feeling it from downtown and they may have to do a lineup where they take out Danny, or they take out Kuzma, throwing Danny Green for that veteran leadership role. So I feel like. And Danny Green said it best that he's more focused on the defensive end than the offensive end because he knows the offensive game can contribute down the stretch. But I really <clears throat> feel like this this team, man, is very special. And, I, and people are saying we're old and washed up. People are saying DeMarcus Cousins washed, Danny Green's washed. But if when when all those players weren't on the Lakers, you were praising them. Everybody at ESPN was praising Danny Green, DeMarcus Cousins, uh, Avery Bradley, Troy Daniels. But as soon as they come on the Lakers... They, they get bashed. So what I'm saying is everybody hates the Lakers on ESPN. And I have a list of everybody's name on ESPN that talk mess. And I wrote it down. And I'm going to um, when we win the NBA championship, I'm going to list every name that bashed us. I'm going like, to call them out and say, hey, Con Coward, what's up? Joey Taylor, what's up? Sorry, Isaiah. Had to do it to you. Um, Chris Broussard, Rick Buecher, like the list that I have. That I'm going to say, hey, where's that same energy? We won a championship. Where y'all at? So I'm excited for the season, man. And and Rod and the Lakers hired uh, Mike Pemberley as a shooting coach. Great, I love the hire. He's a great shooter. Um, an, another solid move by Rob Plinka in the Laker front office. Got to give it to Rob Plinka. He's doing a great job. Love what he does in the front office, man. And uh, it's gonna be an exciting season, man. And um, for me. For the Lakers, man, I feel like the only challenge I think they will have, I'm going to keep it a buck. I'm going to keep it a buck trio. I'm going to keep it 1,000. I'm going to keep it DJ Ghost 100. The only team I see us having a, a hard time playing that are going to compete at a high level will be the Clippers and the Utah Jazz. The Clippers have Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Lou Williams, Patrick Beverly. they got guys that compete at the highest level. And I feel like that's going to be a team that we need to watch out for. Oh, my God. You said the Clippers are a team the Lakers are going to have? Yes. It's... it's that I'm being, I'm keeping a one trillion, I'm keeping a one thousand. You feel me? So what I'm saying is, the Clippers are going to be. It goes for the Lakers to get out the West. It's going to be tougher than the years past in 2010. Um, for Lakers, the toughest matchup will be the Clippers because they got Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Lou Williams, Patrick Beverly, Montrezl Harrell, Zubac. It's going to be hard. It's going to be a competitive matchup. I think that the Clippers are going to be a team that we're going to have. It's going to be a a battle each and every night. If it's a seven-game series, it's going to be a battle, but I think at the end of the day, we'll win. Also, I think the Utah Jazz, they got Rudy Gobert, uh, <clears throat> Mike Conley, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell is iffy in the playoffs, so I don't really know. 
So we'll see about that. And I think Denver is a possibility. They got their group of guys back. And Houston, everybody says, oh, my God, Westbrook and Harden can't play together. They played together in Oklahoma City. They know how to play. They still got Eric Gordon, P.J. Tucker, um, Clint Capella, um, Gerald Green. They got guys that compete at the highest level. And just they guys can compete at the highest level, man. And there's going to be a sleeper in the West that everybody's going to be like, nobody's going to watch out for, like, to get to the West Conference Finals because there was a team like Milwaukee. So I'm going to throw it to you guys. I'm going to tell my fans this. Watch out for... Let me see here. I got them on my list. In the West, who, who... Watch out for the New Orleans Pelicans. Not to go to the NBA Finals or West Conference Finals or anything like that. What I'm saying is they're going to be a team that's going to compete at the highest level and they can slip in the 8th to 7th spot. They got Lonzo. They got Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart. Um, Zion Williams, Derek Favors, JJ Reddick. They got veterans and Lonzo, Drew Holiday. So, Lou, not Lou, Lonzo Ball may come off the bench. He may start. And if he starts, good for him. If he doesn't, Lonzo, LeVar Ball's going to cry like a little girl and complain. But I feel like Lonzo's going to start. I feel like it's going to be Lonzo Ball at point, Drew Holiday, Estrangar, small four, um, Brandon Ingram, power forward. Zion Williams and center and Derek Favors. That group right there is talented and they could compete at the highest level. So I think the Pelicans are going to be a team that are going to be a surprise team. Now, back to the Western Conference, back to the Lakers. Um, <clears throat> here's the thing about Laker fans: they're pan- there's there's a uh, um, somebody asked, I forgot who. Well, I think it was Ali Clifton on Spectrum Sports Center about. Um, I know you're not signed long term yet, and Anthony Davis said he's focused on this season. That's the main thing. He didn't. Okay, I agree with Anthony Davis. He's focused on winning this season, trying to win championship. That's his goal. He ain't looking about signing an extension right now. And Lakers are going to re-sign him. Like why? Why wouldn't he re-sign? No, I mean here's the thing. Kawhi Leonard. Here's the thing. I'm looking at the outside looking in. I feel like Kawhi only signed with the Clippers for three years. Because he may say, okay, LeBron's over there for three years. Let me wait till he retires and then go team up with AD and be, be on the Lakers. So I feel like if LeBron retires in the next three years, Kawhi's going to be a Laker. Because that's just like usually if you're four years, because LeBron James' contract expires in three years. Um, Kawhi Leonard expires. Kumpo, Paul George, everybody, all those big superstars in three years, everybody be free agent again. And I feel like. Kawhi Leonard signed with the Clippers for just three years because he may know LeBron's retiring in three years. If he retires in three years, we still got AD. <clears throat> and I feel like we're going for Kumpo, Kawhi, and Paul George maybe. I don't know. But I feel like all the players that have been signed in three years until they opt out or whatever, because all all of our players that we signed, Laker Nation, are all two years two years so we ain't doing a one year so we're gonna have a lot of Quinn Cooks in the next year and a half um the Lakers have a last rush spot if we don't get Iggy save it save that last rush spot you never know what if a Jay Crowder gets bought out you never know what if a Jamal Crawford gets bought out from the Phoenix Suns or an Isaiah Thomas gets bought out from the Washington Wizards what I'm saying is I think they should keep that last rush spot let's say a P.J. Tucker gets bought. You never know what the Houston Rockets are doing. You never know. What if they trade P.J. Tucker for Iguodala? You never know. 
So, because you never know. Let's say the Houston Rockets trade P.J. Tucker for Iguodala. Boom. Memphis buys that P.J. Tucker, and we have that last roster spot, and we get P.J. Tucker. You know how great that would be on the offensive, defensive side of the ball for the Lakers? P.J. Tucker would bring that intensity, hustle, great grind that the Lakers have. They have all that, but they they would their expectations would throughout the roof with P.J. Tucker. P.J. Tucker's a talented player. Love his hustle, great grind, man. Like, the Lakers, for the past six years, man, I've been this team has been up and down, but I've been having faith, praying, and meditating for this team. Now I want this team to succeed, man. I believe purple and gold, man. I love this team with the passion, man. Um, and I see all the haters in my DMs talking, "Oh, the Clippers are this, Clippers are that, Rockets are this, Rockets are that, Lakers ain't gonna do shit." Blah 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 blah. A lot of people are saying the Warriors are gonna do something. Talking shit. Oh, you guys don't have LeBron. You guys don't have LeBron for two more years. Y'all gonna do shit? Okay. Have that same energy, Laker haters. Laker haters that are hating on my team. Go ahead. Keep yapping your gums. I love it. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, when we win a Bay Championship, I'm gonna be celebrating in LA at the parade. You can book it. If the Los Angeles Lakers win the NBA Championship this upcoming year, in 2020, man, 19, 2019, 2020 season, and we win it, man, I'm gonna be at the Laker parade. I will camp out. Because I love this team with the passion, man. I believe purple and gold. I'll debate any Laker fan, any NBA sports fan about Lakers, man, basketball. Because I'm competitive at it. And, um, yeah. And now let's move on to the Eastern Conference. What do I think is going to come out of the East? I say that here's a team that everybody needs to watch out for. The Indiana Pacers. They got a group of young guys. Victor Odipo's coming back. They got Malcolm Brogdon. They got um, Jeremy Lamb. He could compete at the highest level on both ends of the floor. Love his game. Love his intensity. Great grind. And Nate McMillan's an underrated coach, man. A lot of people don't give him credit because he's in Indiana. Like, let's say if he's on Lakers, he'd get more credit. If he was on New York, he'd get more credit. If he was on a different team, besides, because Indiana's a small market, but I just feel like. Like, nobody's a lock to come out of the West. I don't think Milwaukee's a lock. I don't think Philly's a lock. And Philly, I think that's the team that. Is going to play a decent, decent this season, but I don't think they're going to go to the NBA Finals because they don't have that go-to score down the stretch. Let's say a Joel Embiid is struggling. Let's say a Ben Simmons is struggling, which he will struggle because he can't shoot. I'm not bashing Ben Simmons; it's just the truth. Just like they say, Lonzo couldn't shoot when he was on the Lakers, which was true. He couldn't shoot because. Sorry about that plan, y'all. I'm just outside enjoying my Sunday morning, man, drinking my coffee, doing a podcast, wanting to try for the first time. But anyway. I feel like the uh, 76ers need, needed that one-two score down shit like a Jimmy Butler. Oh, but they got Tobias Harris. But I don't think Tobias Harris can be a go-to score, a go-to player down the stretch. Um, and same with Milwaukee. They don't have that ISO get out the way. They have Kumpo, but they explode. The, the Toronto Raptors exposed him. I think it was Toronto Raptors or Philly that exposed Kumpo. They closed lands on him, and he didn't do anything. So I feel like if he gets that jumper, you can go to him. But I just don't see Milwaukee coming out the East. I don't, I don't know who's going to come out the East. Boston's going to probably be a talented team. They got Kemba. They got Enos Cantor. They got still got um, um, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. And they lost Terry Rozier. Basically, they traded Kemba Walker for Terry Rozier. They still got Marcus Smart. But here's the thing, though. Watch this name at the NBA, NBA trade deadline. Watch this name. Y'all going to think I'm crazy? Watch out for Carl Anthony Towns to the Celtics. Makes sense because Minnesota had, would want probably a Tatum or Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, some picks, maybe Ennis Cantor. Because uh, when you sign in the offseason, you can get traded on December 15th. 
And don't be surprised if Car- don't be surprised if Car- Anthony Towns ask out of Minnesota or Devin Booker because those are the two players I think are going to ask out of their both teams because it makes sense if Devin Booker because Devin Booker was talented. Let's say he gets traded to like a Minnesota. Not Minnesota. Let's say if he gets traded to a New York. He do well. I just feel like these small market players that not small market, these players that are on these small market teams need to have the say where they need to go, man. Because Devin Booker's talented, love his game, could get to the rim at ease, play defense. Um, Carnthy Towns is really talented. Back to the basket, hit that pick and roll, fadeaway jumper. So what I'm saying is, don't be surprised if Boston tries to trade for Carnthy Towns at the deadline and. And also Brooklyn too. I got y'all got some people need to. I know Kevin Durant's not gonna be there this year. Also, what about Kyrie? Kyrie's gonna probably have the same team they did in Boston. So I feel like I feel like I feel like Brooklyn's gonna have this season. Detroit they might make it. Atlanta mm, I say fifty fifty. So there's really nobody coming out the East that I'm picking yet, man. So you just gotta let them play. But if you if you had asking, hey John. If you had to pick on your gut, fin, who would you say? I would say <sighs> Milwaukee because they have more experience. They've been there, but they've been through those that that over um, adversity, so they might learn how to overcome that. But Toronto Raptors still got a talented team. They still got Marcus All, Kyle Lowry. I know they lost Kawhi Leonard. Um, they got Palace Siakam. But if I was the Toronto Raptors, I would have traded Siakam and Van Vliet for Russell Westbrook and Paul George to keep Kawhi in Toronto. But they didn't want to do that. Um, maybe they knew Kawhi was gonna leave, but if I was Toronto, I would pull the trigger on that one, man. Because Kawhi Leonard's talented. Um, if you were t- if Toronto with that, with Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, and Westbrook on the same team, man, that'd be great for that organization, and that fan base, man. They deserve more superstars than superstars than that. So Toronto's the defending champions. So we, any team that wants to win the championship has to go through Toronto. Um, you got if you want to be the champs, you got to beat the championship, man. I would not be surprised if Toronto's in the Eastern Conference Finals, man. But I'm going to end this Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast show. Follow me on Twitter, Big Baby Jonathan. And if you want to be on my podcast and schedule, just follow me on Twitter, Big Baby Jonathan, and DM me if you're interested in being on my podcast. We can set up a time and date for you to be on my podcast. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, Big Baby Jonathan. Um, follow me on Instagram, Big Baby Jonathan underscore. Add me on Facebook, Big Baby Jonathan Softball. Um, until then, Laker Nation, NBA fans, appreciate you guys tuning in each and every day. Love the support, man. Until then, Laker Nation, peace out. Have a good one.